TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. It is the Score North AL Central Champions Twin Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Rami Makloff, along with Derek Wetmore, on the Score North mobile app, scorenorth.com, and wherever you get your podcasts. And Derek. I don't know if it will lead to anything in terms of activity early in the Major League Baseball offseason, but the rumor mill is hot, my friend. Hotter than I can remember it being in the last two or three years. Would you agree? Yes, but I think I'm colored by the fact that I know how it ended the last couple of years. Where I don't know about you. We didn't work together last hot stove season. I mean, we like, did because it carried over into spring that's training. Right, that's right. Hot stove season until June. But I was like, yeah... This is fun. Let's talk about Bryce Harper. Let's talk about Manny Machado. And then it just, I mean, nothing happened, man. Nothing happened. So it's, I, I'm guardedly, I'm not, I hate the phrase cautiously optimistic. Are you optimistic or are you not? Right. In this case, I'm not. And, uh, well, I guess it's two rumors from the same source that have been floating around from our very own Darren Doogie Wilson on The Scoop, which you can hear one of over 20 podcasts in our stable at scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app that the Twins met with Zach Wheeler's representatives at Just Sports during last week's GM meetings, and Minnesota has interest in free agent lefty Madison Bumgarner, much as they did prior to the July 31st trade deadline, and that is, of course, after uh, Jake Odorizzi accepted his qualifying offer from the Twins. If uh, you can get a Wheeler and a Bumgarner to add to Barrios and Jake Odorizzi, that's a pretty good starting rotation. I'm feeling pretty good going into 2020. I don't know about you. Sure. I'd rather not focus all on the pitching staff. Personally, that's me. That's uh, my hill to die on this winter. Yeah, you're greedy. You want more offense. You want more Bombas. Yeah, so like, if you gave me the choice between Odorizzi plus Bumgarner plus Wheeler and stop, or Odorizzi be in the mix for one of those other two, hell, land Bumgarner, Mm -hmm. and Yasmani Grandal, I'll take option two. Give me door number two. By the way, speaking of your guy, Yasmani Grandal, uh, Dan Hayes of The Athletic reports that after making a multi-year offer to Grandal last winter, they are not expected to pursue him this winter. I saw that report. and uh, they're happy with, obviously, Mitch Garver and the development of prospect Ryan Jeffers. That's if they don't bring back Jason Castro. Agree to disagree on that report. I would not be scared from a three- or four-year deal of a stud catcher whose value comes from his bat and stealing strikes and switch hitting. Uh, I wouldn't be afraid of that just because Ryan Jeffers might be in the big leagues in three years. Like, You think they, he's that far away? No, they love that guy. Okay. They, he could be in the big leagues in 2021. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I'm just saying don't listen to the team speak that says, well, I don't know, we're good here. No, 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 dude, this isn't a good here sometime in the future. This is a you're in a win-now window. You don't get the luxury of saying, I mean, we'll uh, we'll piece it together. I'm trying to keep the foot on the pedal, and hold the Twins accountable to you have a team that won 101 games last year and then showed us all that you weren't good enough. Go get better now. And you want to keep Garver on sort of not strict platoon duty, but you want him on the same amount of rest that he was getting last year, not including the injuries. Obviously, you want him to, to, to catch more games than he did last year. Because he missed extended periods. I think it was twice he missed about two or three weeks over the course of the season. But in terms of when he was healthy and things were normal, you want him on that same kind of rest schedule. Or he was, I don't know, it was about two to one, him to Castro, right? Is that about right? I'd go less than that. Okay. I would go, he's catching half the innings. 
Okay. And he's taken, yeah, 50 to 60% of the plate appearances. I'm, I'm good with that. I mean, and, if you have Yasmani Grandal, you have a real good hitting catcher in the lineup every day. And given You had that last year with Castro, but you really yeah. have that if you bring in Yasmani Grandal. Right. Well, upgrade everywhere. Right. Uh, you'd look, and look, I don't mean to turn this into the Yasmani Grandal episode. We got plenty of other people to talk <laughs> about. But I see a lot of Twins fans right now that are looking at saying, like, okay, Barrios and Odorizzi and Bumgarner and Wheeler and Cole Hamels, and then I'll feel okay. I'm like, I don't need that much to feel okay about the pitching staff. I think Focus 1A should be pitching, and the first phone call should be Garrett Cole. I don't know why I'm holding a fake phone up he to my ear. He is literally holding up a Phones fake phone. Phones don't even ear. look like that anymore, no. and they're probably texting anyway. You're so. holding up like a handheld, like... I'll pull out my black landline phone. Yeah, that's right. People are texting now, Derek. The rotary. We don't even talk on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, do you, are you young yeah. enough to oh, catch Oh, I remember the, the rotary. Okay, yeah. good. All right. But I, we had one of those. Did you see the quarterback kind of from Tennessee way yes. off track yes. who picked up the whole rotary phone unit and put it up to his ear? Not, not like the receiver that you talk into. He picked up the whole thing and put it up to his ear. That's why I don't trust Gen Z ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just, I, look, we're going to talk, and we do this all the time. We do this every single winter where every team that has a need st- starts talking about the, like, top six guys at that spot and then wants four of them. It's like, sweet. I don't know how realistic it is that the Twins would then go spend $20 million, $20 million, and $20 million. No, but you would agree that with Burrios, obviously, under contract, Odorizzi accepting the qualifying offer, they they need to add two more to the starting rotation, right? Now, whether that's bringing back Pineda and somebody else or whatever the case might be, yeah. they need to sign two established major league starting pitchers. Like, I'd be pretty happy with an offseason that, uh, okay, so start with Garrett Cole. <laughs> if you get told no shoot on that, that shot. you have to. You have to shoot that shot. If if it's Strasburg a too. if it's Call a money thing, up. that's your fault. If it's a he wants to live on the West Coast, all right, you just got to live with that. Right. Like Shohei Otani gave a list that was filtered down to not include the Twins. Uh, all right. Well, what are you going to do? Can't do anything about that. Yeah, that's a shot you don't get to. That's shoot. like when people say, "Why don't you have Rob Manfred on the show?" Would love to have Rob Manfred on the show. Uh, I'm going to put my foot down on that one. I'm not sure he brings up the entertainment value to our listeners. And I, for one, value our listeners' time. But I oh, think it would be entertaining. Trust me. If I got on a phone with Rob Manfred... You'd blast off, wouldn't you? I'm going to make some entertainment. You would blast off. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I guarantee off. you, people not would fair. be entertained until he hung up on me. And then we'd get to talk about how And then how there would be more Manfred. entertainment about how Rob Manfred I'm hung up on me. I'm coming for your job, Robbie! <laughs> I'm coming for you. Coming for you, Manfred. Yeah, all right. Okay, okay. Fine. He could be on the show. We'll give him like a, a half a segment. Okay. We'll give him a little baby segment. All right. But uh, I I would just, when you ask me the question about established starters, here's a good offseason for me. If Garrett Cole tells you take a hike, Steven Strasburg tells you the same thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got Barrios and Odorizzi. Mm-hmm. Pick between like Bumgarner, Wheeler, Hyunjin Ryu. One of those guys should be in a Twins uniform right. next year. Uh, Cole Hamill's really intriguing to me. Okay. Um, he really seemed to have lost something his last year in Chicago. And that, and that was a situation sure. where they they brought him over from Texas, and it was kind of like Verlander and, and Cole and other guys who, who we've seen around the league who seem to have lost something, maybe past their prime, and they get to a new organization, and they're able to, to tap into something and unlock a guy. Hmm. It looked like they did that with Cole Hamels, okay. and then he just physically... Out of gas. Out of gas. So, so I don't know I don't know how much there is left there. Like, with Bob well, Garner, obviously he hasn't been the guy that he's been in the past, but 
there's still that opportunity to to bring him over, tap in, unlock whatever is there. Because I do think there is something there that the Giants weren't getting. With Cole Hamels, I don't know that that's really the case. It's interesting. I, we give the Twins so much blind credit right now, and we're all just kind of assuming that the Giants are bumbling idiots. Right. I think Bumgarner's kind of who he is. If you can get another mile, an hour of velo, then then great. It'll probably play up. It'll probably help his overall approach. It's just another weapon in his tool belt. I just, look, I don't think he's Superman. He's not even in the same breath as Garrett Cole. No. And that's no, fine. Uh-uh. Well, that's fine because not many people are. Right. Garrett Cole might be a Hall of Famer. Right. So, like, that's that's the bar, and you should call that future Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get that guy in your stead, then you should be looking in that second class. You already have once. Jake Odorizzi is sort of that middle-class free agent. Good starting pitcher who costs you money. Mm-hmm. I would also look to fill out my starting rotation in creative ways, like you're talking about Cole Hamels, would not be a five-year, $100 million contract. He's a he's our fourth starter, and this is what we're going to pay him, and we think we can tweak something there. We yeah. can fix something. There's definitely arm talent there. His agent was quoted in MLB.com saying that he expects to pitch uh, five more seasons Gee. in the big leagues. Okay, so good luck with that. tell that to Cubs fans. And, uh, and I like the dude. Yeah. Like, I have nothing against Cole Hamels. I just, like I said, last year he seemed to have lost something. And then I would look at, like, a Michael Pineda. I know that's not going to be popular around here, but if you can tell me that on a prorated deal I can get Michael Pineda's five months, the the months through two through six of the season, and he's like the fifth most important guy in my stable, I'm interested and willing to do that because I think you're going to get so much more value than what you're going to pay for him. Trust me. I have moved on from being like dollars per win guy and and uh, value at the margins and <laughs> surplus value above all else. I, I, that's not me anymore. Okay. It was Is that what me. you used to sound like to uh, Yeah, okay. absolutely. We right. got, then we got these new mics at yeah. Score North, and they kind of brought the pitch down a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Add it's, a little bass to your voice. It was important. Yeah. yeah. Fill it sure. out. Uh-huh. It's a more rounded, robust sound now. Processors are amazing. <laughs> That's you should see my Twins Minute videos <laughs> without the filter. But then at the back end of a rotation to fill it out to be a full starting staff to what you're talking about, I think it's realistic that the Twins are going to come into the offseason and sign four pitchers worth fifteen million dollars or more. No, but. Would I be interested in signing two of those guys for twenty mil and yeah. then up? A Pineda experiment, a Cole Hamels experiment, a trade for a frontline caliber starting pitcher. Absolutely 100% I'm interested in that route. Speaking of uh, bringing back guys, experimenting, working on them, Hayes also reports that the Twins have some interest in bringing back uh, Martin Perez in 2020 at a lower rate, obviously, than the $7.5 million club option that he got last year. And MLB Trade Rumors speculates that uh, he'd probably be a hard-throwing, left, short-relief lefty for the Twins next year. Would you be okay with bringing back Martin Perez as a short, lefty relief guy in no. the bullpen next year? No? I'm good. Yeah? You're, I don't done, with, you're done with Martin Perez? He's Ready a great, great dude. I talked to him only a handful of times throughout the summer. Seems like you know a nice enough guy, other than that bull he decided that he needed to kill and eat mm-hmm. for vanity, I guess. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, like... <laughs> When I talked to him in person, he was a a nice, friendly, very helpful guy for me doing my job. So I appreciate that. But if I'm the Twins, I got better options. Okay. 
And uh, speaking of bringing guys back, they are also interested in re-signing right-hander Sergio Romo. Now, that's something that I think we can all get behind, right? Absolutely. Um, And I happen to know, too, from some reporting on this, that uh, the Romo camp would be interested in entertaining those talks. So it's always going to come down to a number. But I think he made, like— on a minor league deal last year, and he ended up making like two or three million or it something a, like that. It was a two and a half million dollar contract that he signed last year with the Marlins. So there you go. He was a guy who needed to make a team. I don't think he has to make a team necessarily anymore. I think you could pencil him in. But I also look at this and say, well, boy, you got some options if you're the Twins. Like you don't. Do you need Sergio Romo? No. But I think because he is a decent reliever, valuable enough to be traded at the trade deadline from a team who is smart and good at this stuff and knew it needed relief help above all else, they targeted Sergio Romo, brought him in. So that's a that's a check in his favor, and just a great guy. Like, yeah. you never know these people. I always want to put that disclaimer because, like, there have been bad, bad dudes. He that the media to for, be a great guy. Yeah, from everything I know about him and our interactions, it could not have been more positive. Um, so... Take that for what it's worth. But there have been some bad, bad guys, Rami, and you know this. Some bad guys in the past who media members will say for, for 10 years leading up to this guy's, like, violent crimes being reported and exposed. Great guy. Just a great dude. And Aaron Hernandez, just really down to earth. I don't know about that. I never <laughs> spoke with him. But, like, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I always. Just picking the most extreme case. I always feel dangerous. Like, O.J. Simpson, man, just like. Solid. Salt of the earth, man. If you covered the USC Trojans, like, you might you might feel that way because he was nice to you or he was charismatic and uh, charis- charisma. That, that is, is the word that you hear about O.J., like charismatic and charming. Charisma is not always a great characteristic if you're trying to pick uh, leaders and talent. that's a sociopath's way of throwing you off their trail. Have you watched Mindhunters? <laughs> Season two is out, bro. I thought of you. I'm it's gonna so good. I'm gonna start. That oh back man, up. Finish my season one. Season two is so good, okay. man. Better right. than even better than season one. Wow, even better than season one. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. They they picked it up a notch. My point is charisma, and especially me. You know this about me now. Bit of an introvert. Bit of no. uh, yeah. Bit of really? Uh, really faking it on the microphone most days. <laughs> gonna be honest. <laughs> but like, uh, I I value um, like connection and trust and 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 things like sure. that and. I am almost allergic is too strong of a word, but something diet allergy to charisma because I see someone who just comes in and owns a room and I'm like, what's that guy selling? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. So Sergio Romo is just loving life and enjoying being a professional baseball player. Yeah. It's genuine. It's real. You heard the jacket story? Which jacket? For Sergio Romo? I don't think so. No. Well, I don't know if this is going to put you over the edge or not. I Mm -hmm. also don't even know if this is meant to be on the record, but- I learned this story. I'm going to share it with you. Please do. Because it's just you and me in this room. Mm-hmm. This wall is soundproof. Nobody can hear us. Nobody will ever hear this. Um, Sergio Romo has been through the playoff dance a number of times. He's made some money in his career, and and he knows what the grind of a season is like. Mm-hmm. He's a goofball, so I'm not I'm not like, you know, I don't know that I'd like have him babysitting my kids, but like in terms of a teammate and everything like I that. he'd be a great babysitter. But he, he, he'd walk out of the clubhouse some days and be like, man. I have no social life outside of baseball. All right, 
see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to drive back to my crib, and I'm going to be back here tomorrow morning. Yeah, and fish I'll tanks to attend to, and then guys. I'll see you tomorrow, Sergio. Uh, they are, they are, they're not in good shape during the summer. But Fish Tank Friday is making a comeback. Ooh. I think that's why Instagram got rid of their public-facing likes, because I broke the algorithm. You were going to break it. Fish yeah. Tank Friday. Derek uh, breaks the internet. At D. Wetmore Derek on Instagram. And his fish break the internet. Get at me. Mm-hmm. But Sergio Romo has been through this postseason dance before a little bit, and he knows it's a special time. And he knows that, you know, sometimes maybe you don't always capture that. Maybe it's like you're here and you're fighting and everyone wants the belt, and then one day you're just done and it's over. Yeah. And then you clean out your locker kind of sullenly and you collect any cell phone numbers that you needed uh, from your teammates that you hadn't got for the summer because you're like, damn, I might not see you again. I remember, like, I might not be on your team next year. We might not cross paths. I remember interviewing Michael Kadire about the uh, the ALDS game against the uh, Oakland A's, and he and when the stadium was just rocking, and that game was at its most intense, most peak moment. I forgot who it was, but I remember the story. It's Nicky Punto. Was it Punto who said to him, or he said to Punto, like, "Hey, man, just step back and look around for a minute and take this all in and remember it." It's incredible. That, like that's inc- that's incredible. Like presence of mind to to realize the moment that you're in, not get lost in it and all the intensity and all the focus that you need to compete in those moments, but to just take a step back and enjoy and appreciate what you're part of right now. Right. And so to that end, Sergio Romo goes out and buys like starter jackets. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Letterman's jackets. Yeah. yeah. In twins colors with the, his teammates' last names on them. Oh, that's great. Sized. For the wives and girlfriends. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. I mean, that's a teammate gesture. And like it's a forty man roster. You don't know who's on the playoff I'm gonna do roster. That for the score north so staff. he just went out easy there, big shot. Really Sergio Romo's made a lot of money in his career. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred jokes I can make here and I'll just walk away from them on the microphone. But uh that moment to me doesn't mean you sign this guy or you don't sign this guy. But when people are always like, what do you mean he's a great guy? Who cares if he smiles for a camera? No. I mean, like, his teammates now are the recipient of uh, a jacket that will hold a special place. So for whatever 2019 ended, you know, if you happened to be one of the two guys who won a silver slugger or, you know, if you had some personal accolade or individual thing, that's cool that you're going to remember that for that season. Mm-hmm. But now every guy who was there and received one of those whatever you want to call it, Letterman's jackets with your name on the back of it. That's pretty awesome. That's a special memento. So I just I think that's a a unique individual thing. Not everybody would do that. He certainly didn't have to do that. No one's compelling him to. And he also wasn't doing it as a look at me. I kind of found out about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this story now just to give you a piece of evidence for anybody who's like, who cares if, what do you mean he's a good guy? I, that doesn't mean anything to me. No, well, like, I think that has to mean something. More and more front offices it counts for something. Are are putting a lot of value in clubhouse chemistry to the point where they're trying to like quantify it. And I don't know that you can. I don't know that there's a formula you can put into a computer to say you have just the right clubhouse chemistry, but it absolutely matters. And I bring this up all the time. It doesn't just matter in baseball. It doesn't just matter in sports. You see multiple studies and reports every year from publications like Forbes and other publications of the like that say 
workers who enjoy their workplace environment and who enjoy their coworkers are better and more productive workers. Like that's just across the board. That's just human nature. And having a Sergio Romo type of guy in a clubhouse, I think ups the atmosphere, it ups the attitude and, and it makes it that much more pleasant a place to come and play every day. Now he has to be a good pitcher above and beyond everything else. Yep. That That's obviously qualification number one. But once you've established that, and I think we have, I think the other things, the other intangibles that we're talking about absolutely matter when you're talking about Sergio Romo or anybody else that you bring into or keep in that clubhouse. I would 100% agree with that statement. I, d- I don't know if he's going to be back, but it's good to hear Hayes' report that the Twins are interested, and I can tell you that the Romo camp would, would entertain the possibility. I, I don't know what his market's going to be, so it's not like he's going to be shopping between multi-year, $5 million per offers kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be at the stage of his career where he picks a, a comfortable dollar value and a place he wants to be. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Real quick, before we wrap this episode up of the Score North AL Central Champions Twins show, uh, Patrick Royce throwing out some reckless speculation yesterday Woo-hoo-hoo. on Royce Unchained, which you can also hear at scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Again, smoke. It one of over smoke. 20 podcasts that we have in our stable. He says trade Byron Buxton for Matt Chapman, and I pull the trigger on that deal in a second if I'm the Minnesota Twins. I'll do respect to Pat. I just don't know why the hell the A's are trading one of the best young third basemen in the league, 26 years old. He played in 156 games yesterday. Uh, on base percentage yesterday, of or last day. season, I'm sorry. Batting average 249, on base 342, slugged 506, OPS of 848. Like the dude can just rake 60 homers over the last two years and has a gold glove. Like, why, if I'm the A's, why am I trading that for the oft injured Byron Buxton? So it's not, he said start with Buxton, and I think he was okay. thinking that was going to get you close. It's not going to get you close. It's Buxton, it's Barrios, and it's a prospect or two. Okay, like this is a this is a big deal. Yeah, I can't trade Barrios at this point. You're really short on pitching. Oh, I'm I'm listening. Really, Matt Chapman? And then how are you putting together this rotation? Yeah. Figure out how to get to it. So you start with Odorizzi. I'm uh, making sure Randy Dobnik no, is staying no. on his training when regimen. Randy this Dobnik winter. is the second name you mention when I say, what do you do about the rotation? I already brought up Michael Pineda. We got problems. Five million bucks. We got some serious problems. There's not enough bombas in the world <laughs> to overcome this rotation that you're putting together. Might try to trade for somebody nice. No, nah, man. I'm sorry. Have, I'm the, lo- have the A's throw somebody in. Unless, unless Garrett Cole is signing a contract, I can't. I can't I can't trade Jose Barrios. You're telling can't. me you're telling me if you get uh Steven Strasburg, Matt Chapman, and you're down a Barrios and a Oh no, like if you get Strasburg or Cole, okay. okay. All, right. all right. Just making sure we're on the same and then sign you as Manny Grandal and then with the all, all the leftover money, go get uh Zach Wheeler. We just put together a World Series team. Cole that's, Hamill's that's uh, minor Derek league Moore. invite. That's what Derek Wetmore just did there. But if show up to camp. If you want a really good, really young third baseman who's probably more available oh. than Matt Chapman Rumblings out of Chicago that the Cubs are listening to offers about Chris Bryant would kill me as a Cubs fan. I don't know why they would entertain that, but it's crazy. 
if there's one place I'd rather he go, I get to watch him every day here in Minnesota. <laughs> so if they're going to trade him, might as well be to the Minnesota Twins. I don't get why the Cubs would trade him. I have no idea. I also, I don't really get why the, the Red Sox would trade Mookie Betts. I mean, I do, but I don't. Um, but gosh, if either one of those guys is on the market or Francisco Lindor, obviously that gets a little complicated with it being your division rival. Are they really going to trade him to you or is there a division tax? And then are you worried about the think, guys that think, you send over there beating you up? I think that depends. We got into this a little bit with Trevor Bauer last year, and I, I forget. It was Ken Rosenthal, actually. Um, he wrote that if they were trading Trevor Bauer and going full teardown rebuild, they would trade him in the division because they're not trying to win the next few years anyway. So who cares if Trevor Bauer is striking your guys out and making you look foolish the next two or three years? You're tr- literally trying to lose baseball games. So if that's the road they're going down and trading Francisco Lindor, I think they would entertain trading him within the division to the Twins. If it's just a reload thing and they plan on somehow continuing to compete in the near future without Lindor, then no, they don't trade him in the division. That makes it a little tougher for you. Yeah, and I mean, you got Polanco. Right. Royce Lewis coming up. Right. I mean... Well, you're giving up Royce Lewis if you get Francisco Lindor. I can tell you that right now. Interesting. <laughs> Don't even, dude. You not, Come on. You, you would trade Jose Barrios but not Royce Lewis? Yeah, because okay. if I'm trading Barrios, I'm getting four years of Matt Chapman. That's not close value to me. Francisco Lindor's nice, but he's going to be a free agent. There's he's a reason nice. he's available. He's one of the two or three best shortstops in the league. And Chapman's the best third baseman. One I'm of like, the best third baseman. You think he's the best third baseman? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Well, give me Chris Bryant. You can I'm have a little him. bias. You can have him. That's I'm a little fine. Biased. I'll take Maddie Chapman. What about Nolan Future Arenado? twin Maddie Chapman. Nolan I think Arenado? Chapman's better than Arenado. Really? Yeah. You think that highly of Chapman? I think this guy is one of the best players in baseball. Maybe I just haven't seen enough of him. And he's got four years left of team control. Like when when Pat brought him up, I was like. You know the Shaquille O'Neal thing when teammates would shoot three-pointers and he's, like, on the bench stumbling to hold everybody back? <laughs> hold me back! Hold me. That was me when Pat said it, and you can ask Manny Hill because he was on the ones and twos for that show, and I thought, Pat brought this up? Like, I, I, I love the reckless speculation. I'm shocked that it came from him. There's almost nothing I wouldn't do to try to get Matt Chapman if I was the Twins. And by the way, another you'll be doing another Score North Twins show with Pat tomorrow. Is that correct? Mondays. Mondays. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's why I got bumped to Tuesdays. And that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. So our apologies to Matt Damon and Rami Makhlouf. <laughs> we had to bump things around a little bit. We'll get you on tomorrow. But, uh, you and Mackie will get together. That's right. We're doing hot stove. Okay. And you can bet Matt Chapman's coming up. All right. You can bet that Yasmani Grandal's coming up because I'm still getting smoke for that. And we have not convened since Jake Odorizzi. Opted in to the qualifying offer, so we we have that to discuss. You and I haven't really gotten into it, but I think we spent a lot of time talking about Jake Odorizzi on Score North Live last week. Did that's we not? Right, that's right, because that was the day. And after. Derek joins me every Wednesday in the one o'clock hour on Score North Live, where uh, Derek goes to the movies. So catch that, dude. Sometime. I'm excited for this one, actually. Yeah, I'm, Rounders this week. I'm watching right? Rounders tonight. So yes. if you're listening to Clear this, my calendar on Tuesday, shortly after it was posted, tune in tomorrow. Derek reviews Rounders in the one o'clock hour of Score North Live. Did you know this? What's Phil's that? favorite movie. Rounders. That doesn't surprise me. He's a degenerate gambler. But he. <laughs> Hi, Phil. <laughs> but also, like, he loved Rocky movies. So yes. I already thought once I was going to be fired for my takes on Derek Goes to the Movies, and I'm still walking. Yeah. They have You're not given here. me my papers. I don't know why. 
Maybe there was like looking for your replacement. Yeah, and maybe had too many vacation have, days to buy out. We don't want to have a out. hole in the lineup. Yeah, that's right. You just why don't you just tread water over here? We'll figure this one out long term. You're basically a placeholder. At so this point. I'm looking forward to rounders. I think this will be a good one. I've heard a lot of good reviews. It was the winning vote on Twitter after I stripped you and. Manny Hill of suggestion duties for a week by yeah. recommending the terrible Joe movie Blue Chips. So I uh, took to Twitter and they gave me rounders. So if I'm you're listening excited. to this on Tuesday or early Wednesday, tune in <laughs> one o'clock hour of Score North Live on Wednesday and catch Derek with me and tune in later this week as he and Phil go through the hot stove on another edition of the Score North AL Central Champions Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. That does it for this episode. For Derek Wetmore, I'm Rami Makhlouf saying thanks for listening. Catch this on the Score North mobile app, scorenorth.com, Apple, Spotify, and wherever you download podcasts. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.